this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hello, and good afternoon. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in to the Remix Movement Podcast. Today is episode 50. 50, the great 50. The great 50. That is such a huge number, no, Lewis? I think so. All right, so this is Stephanie and Lewis here with another episode. And we, I'm, listen, I'm telling you, I, I think 50 is a great number. I think it's a midpoint. And I think it goes with like, we're in half of the year and this is like half of 100. That works. That actually falls right in place. Right? Like we're on point. But I also think that, I think we haven't reached the true potential of what the Remix Movement podcast can be just yet. No, we have a long ways to go. Yeah, I think like God is like transitioning us into a bigger thing that he's going to do. I think that God has bigger plans in store for not only the podcast, but the messages we're going to be talking about, the interviews we're going to be doing and the listeners. Because I think the same way that we're in a journey as we're doing the podcast, I think our listeners are on a journey. For sure. Yeah. And, and I'm really excited for what God is going to continue to do. Uh, he's definitely working like even even when we don't see it like because we're actually hosting you know we're getting some good feedback so that actually lets us know that you know we're we're putting in the seed it's really encouraging and i think it's really important like we're encouraging others but like we're being encouraged too oh yeah this is i mean this isn't just for our listeners this is for me also so like i'm i'm learning a lot and i'm taking this all in uh, and it's a it's a it's a fun journey. It is. So thank you, Jesus, for that. In our last episode's podcast, in our last episode's podcast, in our last podcast episode, there it is. <laughs> um, I went ahead and I talked about intimacy, and uh, I thought it was a really good conversation. And I think that um, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, go ahead and check it out. The title is Intimacy, and uh, we basically talked about intimacy with God. So not so much intimacy like in a sexual thing with somebody else, but the deeper level intimacy that everyone who's a believer should be seeking with God. We even gave some tips and uh, and we did an acronym with the words, well, with the letters of the word intimacy. That's right. Yeah. So I thought it was really good. It ministered to me. It kind of was like a way of God saying, like, wake up. Now is the time. This is what you need to do so that we can continue to have an, a really good uh, relationship and I have been following those tips myself and as I'm doing it I'm seeing like least past maybe like four days like God really has been revealing new things to me my worship time with him is just amazing if you follow me on Instagram you'll see like I take pictures and I talk about like I'm in the car I'm driving home but God is with me in the car and I'm also working on my prayer life. So it's definitely really exciting. And, and I really hope that our listeners are able to take this challenge and continue to do it. Like I said in the past episode, make it a 21 day challenge. Start with 10 minutes and then work your way into something deeper. OK, so um, for this new episode, I have been thinking, I have been praying, and and God has really, for some reason, had me thinking about relationships. And um, we do get a lot of DMs from a lot of our listeners. We get a lot of comments 
Um, I know in my last video, my dad and the Pastor Marielli from our church wrote a really nice comment. We get a few things here and there on social media for Facebook and Instagram. And I thought it would be a really good conversation if we talked, me and Louis, um, about dating, you know. And That's a good one. Yeah, about how it how it is nowadays. Uh, and basically, like, uh, what a standpoint does God have in it? Yes. So the new mini segment, I'm going to say mini segment because we're going to start today and kind of see how it goes. And then, you know, we'll go ahead and we'll continue going. Um, so basically, one of our listeners sent us a DM with a question. We're going to answer the question from two point of view. So one of them is going to be on a personal point of view. Um, we're going to get Lewis's comments from the perspective of a guy. And then we're going to get my perspective from a perspective of a woman. And then we're going to go to a biblical point of view where we're literally going to take different parts of the Bible and apply what the what God says. Because, um, like I said, these these comments that we're getting, these questions, they're questions that maybe you have, um, that maybe your friend has, maybe your family member has. Maybe it's something that you're just struggling with internally and you just don't want to tell anybody. Because sometimes we have listeners that they don't want to say how they're feeling to other people, but they don't mind giving it into a podcast because they don't really know us, right? Yep. They probably trust us because they've been listening to our podcast and they're like, hey, what better advice should I get? Let me ask the remix. So just encouragement for anybody out there. If you're listening to this episode and you really like it, it's called Dating With Purpose. It's a mini segment where we're going to answer a listener's questions that has to do with dating. And we're going to start it today and kind of see what happens. Okay? Let's do this. All right. So the listener's question was, I've been dating my boyfriend for a while now, and we are having sex, but I'm not ready to get married just yet. Is it okay if I move in with him? That's a great question. Actually, that's a common question. It is a common question. And there's two things that we need to tackle in this question. The first one is sex before marriage. Obviously, this person is saying, hey, I'm having sex. I do it. That's just, that's me. I'm doing it. Yeah. Okay. And then the second one is, is it okay for me to just to move in with him? I don't want to marry him. I just want to move in with him. Okay. So we're basically, I want to talk also a little bit about what today's culture is, what today people are saying. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's okay. And again, what, what God says. And we're going to talk, talk a little bit about that. But Lewis, why don't you open it up in your personal opinion, what do you think about sex before marriage? And what do you think about moving in with someone before marriage? Um, okay, from from my from opinion. From your opinion. Okay, okay, but I'm not speaking for any, uh, like, male or female. I'm just, this is just my opinion. This is just Lewis's yeah. opinion. Okay, so I think it is uh, a setup for failure. And I know that sounds harsh. Both of them or the first one? Um, I would say both. Both of them. Yeah. Okay. And 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 I I know it sounds harsh. I know it sounds like like uh too too um strict. Strict. Yeah, that's the word. Um but everything that we're going to talk about, um I think I think you're going to be able to pick up like see why this could end uh you know tragically. And and I'm not saying somebody's going to die or anything, but what I mean is that, you know, somebody is going to get hurt and it's gonna it's 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 gonna be deep um and, and and i say this because of what the the when the sex part comes in uh the the sex part is is uh you know it's 
it's a deep action, right? Like it's it's from a male perspective. Now now I'm gonna I give you my opinion, right? I said okay, it was, yeah. From a male perspective, it is not as emotional, uh, an emotional act as as when a uh, when a girl when, does when it, a fami- when a female when has a female it. is participating in that action, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we kind of from a male perspective, we don't see it so much as an emotional thing. Um, but I th- I believe that females uh they take it more uh with emotions. Yes. Um, so, and I agree with you. I think that is something that I know a lot of people say this. Men are more attracted with their eyes and women are more attracted with their hearts absolutely. or their ears. Yeah, that's just the way I, I guess that's that just we, how men and women are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, my uh, my opinion is that, yes, uh, it 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 can lead into uh, some some a bad a bad ending, uh, a failure, if you will. Um. I'm not saying that it, it's a hundred percent. That's where it's going to end up. But it but, could lead to that. There's it, a potential. The potential is greater. And I think by potential, you're meaning, I guess, fear. Maybe like fear there's, if it doesn't work out or sure. There's something I mean, like there's, that. There's a lot of a lot of uh, factors. Yeah. Uh, that that will lead to that because of because of those two things. Because you're having sex and because you're living with somebody that uh, before marriage. Uh, and and again, like I said, it was common uh, because I guess of the day and age that we live in it's, currently. Yeah, it's uh, very common for people who just. I don't want to say that they're non-believers because this person who sent us the question could be a believer. Could be. And, and yeah. I'm not going to say it's because they don't know better. I'm just going to say they like to do it. I like to have sex and I'm having sex. Sure. That's what they're thinking about. Yeah, and 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 I don't think uh I think culture has a lot to play in yes. this in this uh, you know, in what's happening uh these days. Um it's I guess it's more accepted, it's it's okay. Um it's pushed, you know, by media. Um, and it's, and th- it's pushed also in school now. I think they give you sure. condoms and stuff, and they give you sex ed. Um, probably yeah. Like yeah. that has become like the norm, the standard, mm-hmm. uh, these days. Um, so, which is why we have these questions. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, that is that is kind of my opinion. I kind of gave that male perspective of how. Uh, I mean, I didn't go too deep into yeah. Into well, detail, we'll probably but, talk about it in a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so for me, from a male, from a male, from a female perspective, from a girl, okay, I do believe that sex before marriage can ruin things, and most of it will be emotional versus physical, because we all know if you have sex, there's a potential, one, you can get pregnant, or two, you can get an STD, okay? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you choose to have sex with somebody, if a female is having sex with somebody, most of the time, it's a boyfriend, and if it's not a boyfriend, it's because... There's a deeper longing for that attraction. A desire. A desire. Yep. So if you see a guy talking to you and the guy is making looks at you and he's like, wow, like, let me let me talk to her. And then he takes you out. You kind of feel this like fleshly desire, this emotional desire to say, you know what? Let me go ahead and have sex. But I feel like you said there's an emotional connection, especially if you've established a relationship. So but from this point of view, she has a boyfriend that she's been dating for a while. We don't know if a while is for a few weeks, for a few months, for a few years. We don't know that. But she says 
It's a boyfriend that she trusts enough to even ask the question, I want to move in with him. And I think it's funny that she says I'm not ready for marriage because the first thing I thought about was there's a possibility that her parents are probably saying in the Bible, well, if you're getting tempted and you don't want to get burned, marry them. I've heard that. And, yes. And that is, that is not the advice that I would give. Correct. <laughs> and I, and I do, I do want to say this, okay? If you're in a relationship with somebody and you're having sex with them, you really have to dig deep in your heart and ask yourself, well, am I having sex to gratify myself or am I having sex to gratify that person? If you take sex out of the equation, can your relationship survive? And that's a question that a lot of people have to ask, especially believers, because what happens is a lot of these people, they're having sex and they think it's part of why they're together. And if you take sex out of the equation, sometimes it causes a rift between both parties. Oh, well, now you what? Are you not attracted to me? Do I not fill in a void? Am I not enough? And those are questions that have to do with your relationship more than it does physically have to do with the sex part. But again, we I personally don't think that anybody should rush into marriage if you're having sex. Don't I don't think you should do that, okay? Because marriage is something that is holy. Marriage is more than a piece of paper and if you get married to somebody just because you're having sex with them, chances are your marriage is not going to be able to be long enough to sustain a riff. Yes, that that is the potential to lead to failure. Yes. You know, and it all started before marriage. And we do know like now the divorce rate is 50%. If you're Christian or not Christian, the divorce rate is 50%. And I think that's really important too because it means that a lot of the times people are getting married not with the intention of the meaning behind it, but because they feel that that's what they have to do. Right. And that's not the case. I personally believe you should not get married unless you know that the person that you're marrying is spiritually, mentally, and physically ready to take on that responsibility. Because marriage is a lot more than just a commitment. It's a responsibility for two people. So me and you, I take care of you as much as you take care of me. I make sure that if you need anything, I comfort you. You make sure if I need anything that you make sure that you are, are doing what's right. And a lot of times people don't understand that. They think, oh, well, marriage is a piece of paper. I can do it today and I can get rid of it, an annulment. I can get a divorce. It runs in the family. It's all good. And and marriage should be holy. So my personal opinion, I don't think you should have sex before marriage. If you already have sex, I do believe in second purification. What does that mean? That means if you already lost your virginity, you can re you can be redeemed and saved by Christ and you can choose to be celibate. Uh, Is absolute. it celibate? S yeah, maybe. Celibate? Celibate? You can choose not to have sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember the word, but I know the word is something like that. You can choose to make a decision and say, you know what? I want to start a relationship and not put sex in it so that I can see if my relationship is worth waiting on until marriage. See, and, and you know, in that second part of the the question moving in with him uh part you know when when you move in with somebody uh and you're not married to them sex is always that one thing that's that's gonna try to keep you in that in 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 that uh situation in that right? situation yeah and and when things go bad right what happens you know the 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 sex was not it it 
it didn't sustain anything. Exactly. It, it didn't hold its its value. Yeah. Uh, in 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 terms of 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 having a deep relationship, intimacy. Yes. You know, intimacy, so, which is much more than just sex. Right. It is everything. Here's another point I want to make. If you're planning on moving in with somebody, chances are either he's gonna buy the apartment all together without you signing, or both of you are gonna be in agreement, which means now both of you are responsible for that that particular apartment or house or whatever it is. And if your relationship breaks up, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's, that is. And we got to talk about it because I feel like people don't think about this. Like it's not just the sex part. If you move in with somebody, chances are now you guys are playing the role of house without the commitment. Or you're playing house without the commitment. That's what it is. You're playing. She's playing the role of a wife, which is I'm a cook for him. I'm a clean for him. I'm a be there. I'm going to put my finances in. We're going to share the bills or he's going to pay the bills for the light. And, and you guys are coming together as if you were married, but there's no commitment there. Right. And this is why I think this is a, such a, a touchy subject for a lot of people, Christians or non-Christians. Yeah. Uh, because nobody likes to be told that they 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 cannot commit exactly that nobody nobody likes to hear that they are not able to hold themselves until marriage or hold themselves uh from 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 moving in with a person um as as a uh as a safe mode or guard yeah you know that that they always say that you know I I want to try to live with them before I get married so I know how they are exactly that is a safety uh mode if you will uh, uh, uh like a safety net you're trying to test net, yes I'm gonna tell you the way most of the guys say it let me test the car before I buy it it's guys and girls I I want to believe and I think I think if you ask me my opinion I think uh females use that a lot more because they do not want to make the commitment make the commitment in in thinking that they will fail yes and that's the thing if you are going into a relationship asking these kinds of questions you should not be taking these steps i think it's ironic that this listener uh sent this dm and and not because it is uh a bad question or it's anything it's definitely not definitely not uh, this is again, this is a common one. But what I think this listener uh, by by asking this question is that this listener already knows what's going on. This yeah. listener is aware that there is the possibility that uh, I am doing this wrong. Exactly. And you touch this point, right? Where we talked about culture versus what God says, right? There's something called fleshly desires and spiritual desires if you are asking is it okay if i do this and and let's say again let's say your mom and dad are raised in the church and they said well get married so that you're not tempted you were probably led to believe that you're already doing wrong this is a spiritual battle. by having exactly it's it's you fighting oh well let me be able to do what my flesh says I want to move in with him. I don't see it as a bad thing. I want to do what my friends do because that's another thing. My friends doing it. They moved in together and then they got married and they live happily ever after. And I think this is really important too. If you're comparing your relationship to other people, besides comparing what long sustainable marriages are that have been there for 30, 40, 50 years, 
then there's something wrong. If you're comparing your relationship to justify your acts, you want to you want to compare it to other people who may not be in a relationship with God, then that's something that I don't think you should do. Because it's not that you're judging other people, but you're you're trying to make a decision with the justification of what worked for him. So I think it's going to work for me. Right. And that's not the way to go, especially if you're trying to date with purpose. If you're trying to date and try to do things in the way of God, like we're going to talk a little bit about it. This is basically what is the difference between adultery and fornication? Uh, A big difference. A big difference, but they both in the Bible get tossed around in the same category, True. which is sexual sin. Yes. And that's what this is, sexual sin. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear this. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm not in sin because we're not having sex. We're just dry humping. Oh, we're not having sex. We're just we're just like like thinking about should we buy the condoms just in case? And then that's the problem. Your sexual sin already started in your mind the moment you were allowing your attraction to turn into a fleshly desire that goes beyond your body. Absolutely. That's yeah. And again, like you literally are trying to please yourself, yourself, right? And and then kind of like feel comfortable in uh trying to, you know, keep it godly without, mm-hmm. you know, uh going further and by no means are we saying that like oh this is not the right guy for you by no means are we saying well this is not the relationship for you we're not saying that what we're saying is it's not right for you to be thinking that you need to make this decision for for you guys to be able to continue this relationship i would much rather be in a long relationship with somebody who was allowing me to grow with them, to gain things, and then be able to explore these things when you got married. Because let me tell you, when Lewis and I got married, we already said it in, in episodes before, we waited to have sex before marriage. And it was tough because, listen, Lewis and I got to points when it's dark at night, when it's late outside, and sometimes it's just you two in the car. And, yeah, sometimes your heart beats really fast. You finish watching a movie. And and I'm just going to say that it happens. Both the guy and the girl are going to feel like you want to do something more. But you have to be able to put boundaries and you have to be able to, to say, you know what, I'm going to wait for what this can potentially be. I'm going to wait so that I can see exactly how much better it is. And I'm going to tell you just straightforward, okay? Because I've told everybody this before. Sex when you're married is going to be a lot better than sex when you're not married. That's just a personal thing, and I'm going to tell you why. You grow together. You live together to be able to see, well, what is he like? What do I like? You're going to try new things out, and you're going to be like, oh, wow, like, I would have never thought about that. But now that we've been married, we can try it out together without judgment, without feeling any type of way, without feeling un- unneeded, without feeling anything. Because you're in a marriage where you put God in the center of it and you're able to flourish something together. And I think that's really important. Like marriage, again, is very important and you may not be ready for it now, but God built us so that we can be able to be with others. And marriage is something that's going to turn your whole world upside down. You can ask any person who's married and who's a believer. They will tell you I was different the first year I got married to like now. 
And I told Lewis this before. I said, our first year we got married, we, everything was new to us. We didn't know how to do our finances together. We didn't know how to do, uh, you know, we didn't know how to do planning weekends together. We didn't know how to do, like, how do I go to my in-law's house? How do I go to my parents' house? You discover these things together, and it makes your relationship better. And that's the kind of stuff, that's why God says wait till marriage so that you can be able to enjoy these things, and you don't have to live with any type of guilt or sin okay so that was lewis and i's personal opinion now we're gonna go to biblical opinion okay so biblical opinion biblical advice purity is always the best way to go have sex after marriage that's what the bible says because it's valued because it's treasured because there's no sin in it if you wait for your purity and your innocence to be you know, wait until you walk down that aisle. It'll be a special thing. And, and that's just basically everything right now. I want to read first Corinthians chapter six, and it's going to be verses 12 to 18. It's all about sexual sin. And like I said, when you're talking about sex before marriage, when you're talking about moving in, when you're going to move in and shack up with your boyfriend or girlfriend, chances are you're going to have sex with them. Don't tell me that you're not because you definitely are. Okay. And and I just want to make sure that people understand, like, fornication is generally sex between two people that give consent who are not married. That's what fornication is. It is still a sin. OK, now adultery is when two people are married and one of them decides to go out of the marriage to have sex with somebody else. OK, but in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, um, which is, you know, a lot of the laws that God made fornication and adultery they use those terms in they use those terms the same likelihood okay and we're going to explain exactly why also in the new testament i'm going to read it verse 12 it says you say i am allowed to do anything but not everything is good for you and even though i am allowed to do anything i must not become a slave to anything you say food was made for the stomach and the stomach for food that is true Though someday God will do away with both of them. But you can't say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality. They were made for the Lord. The Lord cares about our bodies. And, the bot and God will raise us up from the dead by his power, just as he raised us, our Lord, from the dead. Don't you realize that your bodies are actually parts of Christ? In other versions, it says that it's the body of Christ. Okay. Should a man take his body when it is part of Christ or join it to a prostitute? Never exclamation mark. And don't you realize that if a man joins himself to a prostitute, he becomes one with her for the scripture says the two are united into one. But the people who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him run from sexual sin exclamation mark. No other sin so clearly affects the body as the one as this one does for sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself for God brought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. So, Lewis, what are some key points that you take away from that? With relation to the with the question that was submitted by the listeners, uh, you know, this is for me. This is all about respect. Yes. Um, and it's it's 
we, we sometimes we we fall to this because we're so selfish uh you know in our in our flesh that we don't we don't take the the importance of 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 purity yes um and when when you know when sex becomes such a uh uh an, a big idea before marriage um you're you're kind of you're kind of disrespecting the whole gift of what sex is yes um and why why it is um and by who it is mm-hmm. and, and and obviously that's by god uh so you know when 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 you're reading this um it, it's you're seeing that you know the sexual immortality it's is it's uh it's it's a sin against your own self it's it's and you you are literally disrespecting you and then and then you're kind of disrespecting god at the same time yes and i wanted to point on that okay over and over again in these verses it says your body is not your own your body is the temple of the holy ghost your body god created and god created you as a masterpiece that's what the bible says god took you from dust and he decided to give you the way you look because he loves you when you go ahead and you choose to have sex before marriage you're allowing somebody else to disrespect the body of christ you're allowing somebody else to take away the beauty that goes into your body the beauty that goes into making you who you are and i think it's even better that a lot of christians say in marriage the two become one but here it's saying the same thing it says well if the two become one because they're together joined in sex if you're having sex before marriage and you're fornicating you're becoming one with the sin you're becoming one with the sex you're becoming you're joining yourself into the pleasure of the flesh and you're no longer in habitat of the spirit and i think again that has to do with respect and that has to do with intimacy with christ and i think that's why maybe god put these two topics together and i think the reason why is because if you have an intimacy with god then you know that you can trust him with your body you know that you can trust him with your issues and you know that you can trust him with your value and the reason why you can trust him with your value is because he's the one who gave you value so you know your worth is immensable how many times have you seen and uh you know or or heard of 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 a story where um a girl has lost her virginity uh to somebody that's no longer in their lives yes Plenty of times, and and what family ha- members, right. friends, peers, and 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 how how affected that that girl is because she know she she's lost trust. Yep, she's she's lost uh self self love. She's lost the first experience she's had probably with sex. Sh- sure, but but all the emotions that yep. that builds up because of you know uh somebody was able to take that away from her exactly that is that is a huge and 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 deep uh like scar and it goes for men too though sure but but for for a man for a man uh i i wouldn't go as far as saying that it's it's that uh emotional uh for for him i mean Um, depending if he's in a long relationship if you're in a long relationship with somebody maybe like a year or two 
I'm thinking like high school sweethearts or something. And oh yeah, I'm not def- I'm not defending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not defending. It's a, just a, a different point of view, but it yeah. could happen. It's the same consequence, and that's what it is. It's a consequence of an action that was not meant for that time. Exactly. If you're you're not meant to have sex before marriage, that's what it is. And if you're doing it again, there is an opportunity for you to be able to look at these verses and to to pray to God and see why God doesn't want you to do that. Because we didn't even talk about kids. If by any chance you have sex with somebody and you break up with that person and find out you're pregnant, you have to think of. Oh, well, do I keep the baby? Do I not keep the baby? If I keep the baby, will the guy claim it as his own? Will the guy give me child support? Will I have a place for me and my kid to grow up? Will the child have a father? Will the child have a father? And and we hear that all the time. All the time. Where there are women who are single mothers. And again, it's not the child's fault he was brought into this earth. It was the consequence of an action that was not meant for that time and by no means are we saying that any children are mistakes yes we're not saying that because god consequence exactly yeah. god has things done for a purpose what we're saying is the act of the reason of why that happened did not have to happen had you allowed your intimacy with god to go above your fleshly desires yeah this is again this is this is a uh a touchy one yeah um, I don't want to lose any listeners, but be, yeah, we can be frowned upon with this topic, but it's such an important topic yes. because this is what's happening in today's culture again. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's really important that, yes, we gave you our personal opinions and I'll tell you this. Yes, we do have friends and family members that are dealing with the same struggle. Okay. But we have to talk about it because if we don't talk about it, the culture is going to continue to talk about it. And, and God has a say, God has a standpoint and God gives you the word of God and the word of God will tell you exactly what the answer is. Okay. At the end of the day, it's up to you. The listener who submitted the question, I, we're going to pray for you and we're going to hope and pray that you choose to do things in the way that is biblical. But again, the purpose of dating with a purpose, this mini segment is to bring upon these questions that may be lingering in, in the dating world and be able to say culture might say this, but God says this and not be like, oh, well, the Bible says that, but that's not true because we can tell you everything in the Bible is true. Everything in this Bible is God breathed and everything in this Bible is a revelation of what God's standards are. And I'll tell you, God's standards are always going to be better than the standards that this world can offer you. Anything that this world can give you will be temporary. Anything that this world will give you will be a fad. Anything that this world will give you will cause an attraction for a certain time period. But what is established by God, what is created by God, and what is done in God will last longer, and it is eternal, and it will be blessed. And that's the important note that we have to keep doing here. Okay. Now, I do want to end with this. There's a story in the Bible that talks about David and Bathsheba. Okay. And a lot of times people talk about it from Bathsheba's point of view. Okay. Today, we're going to talk about it from David's point of view. We know David 
and Goliath. We know the story of David, of how God chose him, of all of his brothers, to become ruler of Israel. Okay? We know how David wrote all the Psalms, but we're going to talk about a moment in David's life where he was thinking, is it okay if I sleep with this person? And is it okay if I move forward with them? He was in a moment where he was thinking, what do I do what my body tells me to do or do I do what God tells me to do? And that's why we're going to talk about it. Because, again, this listener's question is, is a spiritual battle and there will be consequences that come about if you choose to do your fleshly desires. But we pray and hope that you are able to listen to this episode and really allow the Holy Spirit to touch you. All right. So. I'm not going to read all of it, but I do want to talk about it. It's going to be coming from 2 Samuel chapter 11, and the story is verses 1 through 13. So basically what happens is David goes ahead. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, you can. I hear you. Okay. So David goes ahead, and he is in a time of war, okay? And it's the spring season, and it's funny because normally in a time of war in the spring season, kings will go out to the war to see how things are going okay they send their armies they send their troops and then they go so that they can be able to see what's going on okay normally they go out to war so that they can see what's going on in this case david decides that he wants to stay behind in jerusalem in his kingdom so he stays behind and one day he says let me go out of my bed and let me just look at the rooftop and see how the kingdom is going right he goes to the top of the castle and he has a view of everything that God has blessed him with. Wow, God, you blessed me with the kingdom. You blessed me with the people who work here. You blessed me with this and that. And all of a sudden, while he's looking at everything outside, he notices a woman. The Bible says in verse two, a woman of unusual beauty taking a bath. OK, now, Louis, let me ask you a question because you're my husband and I can ask you if you are, let's say, in the house and you're looking outside the balcony and just so you guys know you know there's a pool sometimes there's people there if you saw a woman naked sunbathing what would you do i'm all eyes <laughs> and and that's just my my natural like flesh okay so I, once you see her what would you do next look away Look away. That's all I can do at that point. Okay, and why would you do that? Out of respect. For? F well, for you, for her, and our marriage. And our marriage. Okay, so this is the point I want to make, okay? The respect you have for our marriage has a lot to do with faithfulness. You value faithfulness over one simple moment where you see an attraction of a woman who was bathing naked. You noticed her and chose, my marriage is worth more than this one situation. Now, if I flip the script and you say, nah, Stephanie's not here, she's working, I can go downstairs and see what's up. I can go downstairs and be like, hey man, you're not supposed to be naked. I saw that you were in the pool sunbathing, what's up? And you can fornicate, or on this point, you, you could choose to adulter. Sure, the temptation, is, is there. there and it, i will tell you this like even when you do get married that doesn't mean that everybody is ugly because that's not the point there will be other people men and women that are good looking sure we have eyes we have eyes and the enemy tries to put temptations of lust and lust is another sexual sin 
if you can see something and react in a way where your body takes over, then you've allowed the enemy to be able to use that as an opportunity for bad. But if you see something and you get away from it, you are able to value what God has prepared for you and what faith is more than one moment that you can go ahead and potentially be unfaithful. Yeah. You can be jeopardizing your marriage for one second of one second or one moment, one moment. And I think it also has to do with maturity as well. Um, I think if you are mature in your relationship, you will value it. And unfortunately, if me and you were only married for a few days and we did not have courtship for a long time, maybe you would fall. But you see, David sees this woman in the Bible. Okay, she sees this woman. He notices her. And instead of walking away, the first thing he does is he send messengers to go get her so that she can come to the palace. Yep. He already acted on his temptation already. He knew and he said, I saw her. I want her. The Bible goes ahead and he says in verse four, David sent messengers to her so that she can come to the palace and he slept with her. And this is something that's really important. And I think it's funny that the Bible puts it. She had just completed the purification rites after having her menstrual period. And then she returned home. Listen, everybody knows after you in a woman's body, after you have already had your menstrual cycle, next comes the ability to open and be able to get pregnant. Okay. That is just physics. All right. That was put in there on purpose. She was in the passageway where you are not supposed to be there if you don't want to have a baby. And what we see later on is that she comes back and after David had sex with her, sent her back home. And I didn't even say that. Sent her back home like if he didn't do nothing. Like if he did nothing. Like, oh, yeah, we had sex. I'm not going to tell the world. Just send her back home. And he knew she was married. Okay, so David, again, the guy who wrote the Psalms, the guy who was a man after God's own heart, makes a mistake with this woman. Okay, and then she comes back and she says, well, I'm pregnant. And that's the consequence, the consequences of your action. David, later on, we see he goes and he tries to play a trick on this. Okay, he goes to her husband who ends up being like a general in the army. Okay. And he says, hey, how's the army going? He says, oh, it's going good. We were making a lot of progress. And he says, you know what? You should probably go home and relax. Go go back to your house. Spend some time with your wife. You know, like, go take a vacation. Go lay with her. And, and why do you think he does that? I think he's trying to cover up what he just did. He knows he made a mistake by sleeping with another woman, another man's wife. He sent her back home. And now he's trying to get the guy to sleep with his wife so that he thinks the baby's his. It's like it's like it's like uh, Mari. What's his last name? Povich. Po Povich. Povich. It's like it's like it's like who's the father in the Bible? OK, so he comes back and he finds out that the, the general, the woman's wife, does not want to go back to his house. He has a commitment to the army. He chooses to sleep in the front of the gate of the kingdom, he does not sleep with his wife. 
And the wife is just like, yo, I'm pregnant. This is your baby. Like, you got to do something. So David goes ahead and he says, well, since I can't get him to sleep with his wife, the only other option is to kill him. So now we have two problems. Not only does he go ahead and commit adultery by sleeping with another man's wife, which is sexual sin and fleshly desire, but he goes ahead and he commits murder. He tries to justify his actions for the flesh so that he can be able to cover up what he does. What do I say by this? Number one, we do make mistakes. Yes, we do make mistakes. And, and the moment you know what the truth is, you have to acknowledge that mistake and you have to be able to seek repentance and forgiveness and try to move forward in God's ways. And number two, do not try to cover up your mistake. The worst thing you can do is if, if the Holy Spirit is telling you, hey, don't move in with this guy. Don't move in with this guy because this is not the guy I have for you. Don't move in with this guy because you have reservations. Don't move in with this guy because if you move in with this guy, there will be consequences that you may have to cover up with other things. And God is all about your heart. God is all about making sure that his children are living their best life. You cannot live your best life if you are making temporary decisions based on your flesh. And if the Holy Spirit is telling you to not do something and you choose to go with it. Okay. So that's the story of David. That's what happened. So we know that, you know, he ends up getting put in the front of the battle and, and he, David essentially has, the guy killed and i think later on he actually chooses to raise the baby and let it become part of his family and all these different things so you can keep reading that but i think it's just really important that you guys really understand that even king david even david a man after god's own heart made a mistake he was attracted to something he committed a sexual sin and and it was not a pretty story okay but I use this story again as a reference so that you can be able to see that there is a point where you can be able to say, you know what, God, the Holy Spirit is telling me I should not be asking these questions. I should not be involved in this. And, and I'm going to do your will. And, and again, it's coming from the Bible. It, it's, it's what we hope you can do. Okay. And I, and another thing is, I just want to read this verse because I think this verse is very important. It talks about marriage. Hebrews 13, 4, it says, Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. For God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Okay? God wants the best for you, but he will judge you accordingly. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. And again, the best, he always starts with a really good thing. Marriage is honored. Marriage is beautiful. Sex is beautiful. Sex was created by God. But you don't want to utilize something that was created by God and tarnish it in a way that will ultimately cause you more pain and cause you more suffering. Uh, a setup for failure. And a that's, setup for failure. That's possibly what, what the end result could be. Yeah. So thank you so much to the listener for providing our first question for Dating with a Purpose. It was a great question. It was a really good question. Um, again, we're, we're going to be praying for you. We're going to, you know, hope that this was helpful. Um, for today's challenge, it's basically this. If you can relate to today's listener's question, because it is something that you are thinking about, consider the biblical advice that we gave today in our, in our episode, okay? Read more about sexual sin. 
If you cannot relate to it because it doesn't pertain to you, but if you are in agreement with our point of view, both personally and biblically, pray for your brothers and sisters or your family members or your friends who are going through this current struggle. This is a struggle. Again, this is a spiritual struggle, but a lot of people think, no, it's a it's a cultural indifference. And yes, it is a cultural indifference, but we have to be able to say that God's God's word goes above culture. And us as the body of Christ, we're not supposed to conform to the ways of this world. If you can believe everything in this Bible, except for the things that make you ask these questions, then you really need to allow the spirit of God and your relationship with God to grow more intimate so that these areas where you feel you may feel a little judged right now. You may feel like, oh, well, that's not fair because, again, you're fighting a, a fleshly and spiritual battle. But I promise you, if you follow God's word and you stick to this relationship with God, you're going to be able to see, one, if if it was worth it, and two, if the relationship you're in right now is is going to last until the marriage. It may not. And you don't want to set yourself up for failure. You want to set yourself up for what God intended you to be in. All right. So, Lewis, any other closing remarks? Anything else that we want to say? Uh, no, I think I think we, uh, you know, we covered a lot um, in this episode. And I hope some of, you know, some of the questions or concerns were, you know, answered in our part. Uh, and, yeah, you know, just continue. You know that that challenge is really important so uh if you if you have the time you know really uh you know take part in that challenge yes and uh continue to send us your questions with regards to dating we may do another segment or two on this continue to send us your comments on our youtube channel on our you know facebook and instagram feedback is always great we do not say anything bad about your feedback all we do is take it and pray for you and then you may end up have your question on here now we don't say the name of the person so everything will remain anonymous but uh it definitely this is a segment that i feel like god really is putting two and two together i think he put dating with purpose literally episode 50 right after we talked about intimacy so thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a great day god bless if you enjoyed listening to this podcast follow us on facebook and instagram at the remix movement for more updates send us a dm with your feedback questions and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes thank you and god bless